Welcome to Raising Up Copts, a podcast about raising Coptic kids in Western culture, hosted by Madonna Lewindi and Laura Michael. Madonna, last Sunday was Valentine's Day. Did you guys do anything special? We did, actually. We, um, so Valentine's Day, it, I know it's usually reserved for like lovers and couples and things like that, but we kind of decided to steal the narrative of that in our family. And uh, we dedicate Valentine's Day to our kids. And basically, we try to show them the idea of a pure love, which is like a family love and like, a, you know, internal love, not so much a romantic one. So we decided to just kind of dedicate the day to spending time with them. So that's what we did. How about you? That's amazing. No, we're not big on Valentine's Day, but we do love spending quality time together. And that's today's topic is how do we spend intentional quality time with our kids and as a family? So I wonder, you know, are there ways in your family that you go out of the way to spend quality time together? Yeah. So one thing I really learned quickly is that um, time is so fleeting. You know, I could have great intentions about my day and before I know it, it's 5 p.m. and it's time for dinner and bedtime and all that stuff. So if I don't plan it, if we don't think about, like if we don't make a plan for the day that we're going to spend time with the kids or spend time with each other, it usually is lost. It doesn't happen. Um, and so when we want to spend time together, we'll talk with the kids about it and say tonight, you know, or today after school, when you guys get home, we're going to make dinner together or we are going to have family playtime in the basement after dinner time, things like that. Um, and that's kind of how we have to be intentional about it. I don't know if like we're the only ones with that problem. What about you, Laura? No, I love what you said that we like mark it out. We actually say, so we know that like Tuesday night is family night. And so that is our time together and nothing is going to get in the way of that. We're going to find a way to spend that time together in a way that makes us happy. Last night was hysterical. Somebody suggested we do impressions of each other. So we each <laughs> got up and did impressions of the other family members. Um, my side still hurt from cackling. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so good. <laughs> so that was a fun time, but in general, that's what we like to do is just like you, we like to mark it out and make a point of it, uh, you know, so that it doesn't get lost in all the busyness of life. We want some moments to really stand out. You know, we want to highlight them in their lives that they remember that. And I know yesterday when we were sitting there laughing with each other, I took a moment just to stop and like, look at them, like really look at them and say like, this is not going to be forever. We are not going to be all you know, rolling around on the floor, laughing, you know, for Absolutely. forever, there, there will be other times, they will leave to go to school, we will, you know, we've been having some discussions, Abuna and I about how the kids are going to be when they're teenagers, which is a whole nother topic. But we, you know, I look at them, and I see what they're, how our relationship might change in the future. And I try to really appreciate, you know, what we have and the time that we have. You know, Laura, like, um, I, I mean, I talked to you about this, like, uh, off recording, but this week has been really heavy for, for my family. And we've had a lot of discussions with people that we love that have just been really tough, you know, um, friends, marriages, you know, ending despite their best efforts and um, children that are sick in a way that the parents did not plan was going to happen. And 
um, you know, aging parent situation. There's so many things that were going on at the same time, um, losing babies. I mean, there was a lot of stuff. And so my takeaway, when you told me that you wanted to do this episode about, you know, spending intentional time and, and quality, loving time with one another, I didn't want to because of how I was feeling. But the more that I thought about it, the more that I realized, like I said, time is so fleeting and it's fragile and we are living on borrowed time. And so if we don't really try to mesh out that time and, and spend time that we planned for, time will take it from us. You know, time is a thief. We say that all the time. Time is a thief and that before you know it, the days have gone and the, the evening has rolled. And like you said, not all times are good times. So we really have to um, intentionally go for the good times and making those good memories with our kids. Um, and so we talked about, you know, Danny and I talked about having like date days with our children. And so what we try to do is basically just, we say like, okay, Saturday morning, um, you take uh, like Isaiah and I'll take Elise, you do whatever makes him happy. I'll do what makes Elise happy for a couple of hours and then we'll switch um, so that they each get some one-on-one -on -one time with us and they feel really connected and really loved by each one of us. And then also that family time. And that sounds like a lot of commitment, but it really isn't. And it is a time that I never have regretted. I have never been like, oh, what a waste even though there's so much to do. Yeah, my perspective on that is that all of this is investment to our future relationship. Every minute that we spend, and I really love that you said this, doing what they want, every minute we spend doing what they want is an investment in our future relationship and in the trust between us and the mutual respect that makes, I'm praying, a really big difference when you hit hard times and bumps and disagreements and things like that, that sort of upfront investment when, when it's easy, when uh, they're easygoing and their needs are so simple and straightforward, you know, um, that is just so critical, I feel like, and I, and you're right, time is a thief and things happen and you never know at what point you, you won't be able to, who knows, I mean, you won't be able to hear their voices anymore, won't be able to you know, bring together your lips to say the words that you've been trying to say or that you wish mm. you had said. So taking in, taking into account all of that, all of the, the darkness of life really uh, makes every moment together that much more precious. And I think it's important that we also just say like, when we mention spending time together, we're not talking about like spending tons of money and going to fancy places and, and just, you know, planning these extravagant outings, though there's times and places for that too. And I'm sure they're, they're fun. But, you know, when I think about my own kids, Laura, and maybe you can attest to this, they really just, they really love if I'm telling them like, hey, I'm about to cook dinner. Do you want to stand with me and watch? Or do you want to help me like cut this? Or um, do you want to pour the water in? Um, they're happy when I tell them like, I'm going to fold laundry. Do you want to sit next to me? Um, do you want to like, and I'll give them like the socks to match or something like that. Really just, um, being in the presence of one another and that being like just a regular part of their day and our day has made a huge difference in how we feel connected to each other. That's not to replace all those, you know, special connected times, but it is really good in the middle of your day, uh, little connections that also 
really help and make a difference. Absolutely. I feel like, you know, sometimes we, we take it for granted, all of those little things that we do together, but enjoying each other's company is such a simple and beautiful thing that I'm not sure everyone um, takes advantage of. Just being in each other's company is a huge blessing, as long as you're aware. And that kind of brings us to the point about cell phones and things like that, screen time. It's not quality time if you're all on your screens. It's not quality time if parents are glued to their screens. And I'm a big, big, um, you know, it's a big weakness of mine. I'm very much addicted to my phone. And so, <laughs> so I feel like for the kids, seeing you prioritize them over the phone is a big deal. And even my kids sometimes, I mean, they straight up call me out. Like if I'm like, hey, let's go to the basement and uh, play. They're like, but are you just going to sit there or are we like actually going to play? And I'm like, oh, like, you got me. You're right. Okay, fine. You know, they notice they, they 100% notice. They will notice if I'm sitting and watching them versus sitting and I'm just in their presence, but I'm like checking my email or looking at my phone or, or anything like that. In both scenarios, I'm sitting and not necessarily interacting but they can sense if your attention and if your, if your heart is with them or not, which has been a really tough thing for me to grasp and really wrap my mind around. For sure. I think it's always funny how they don't come bother me unless I'm engaged in something else. Yes. <laughs> you know, if I'm sitting there watching them, but not doing anything, they don't come talk to me. But if, <laughs> if I'm Absolutely. trying to get something else done. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. And Laura, so you, um, you know, talk to your kids about quality time and, and just that intentional time. I'm curious what they had to say about it. Yeah. So we got some recordings of them, which I'll play for you of the things they want to do or the things that they like to do. But I do want to expand a little bit on some of the things. Um, so my daughter was saying one of the things she mentions is that she likes to build furniture with her dad. And this is actually something we have pictures from when she was, you know, four or five years old that, you know, if we buy like Ikea furniture or any kind of furniture that needs assembly, that they're the ones putting it together. Um, mm. It's like a, a daddy daughter time to assemble these, you know, all like we have a giant wall of bookcases that they put together. Um, wow. And then for dad with my son, this is just so sweet that like, again, we'll play the recording for you of the things they like to do, but um, one of the things is like play pretend sword fighting. <laughs> Just the simple pleasures of life. <laughs> so sweet. That's so sweet. Uh, and then for me, you know, I love what you said about they like to be present. Um, my daughter brought up that she enjoys cooking dinner together, that she comes and stands with me when we're cooking dinner and um, helps me. And that, you know, uh, for my son, though, the big thing was snuggling. That was his number mm. one. Uh, and then the one thing they all know they can do with mom is watch K-dramas, you know, <laughs> we like, like to bond that. over that. <laughs> I love that. What about you, Madonna? So we'll play for you guys the clips of the kids, but um, Madonna, what about you? Yeah, I, I mean, I can't wait for you guys to hear the recording of my kids because one, their little voices. I'm so glad that it is like, you know, trapped in time forever with this recording. But I really noticed that when I asked them, you know, what they love to do with mommy and daddy or how do they feel loved their 
personalities came out exactly the way that I've always seen them. You know, what they asked for and what their answers were, were exactly what they are always asking for. And that's the great thing about kids is that they're pretty transparent. They're really easy to read about what their feelings are. You can immediately tell if something is, is um, making them happy or annoying them or rubbing them the wrong way. And so I really appreciated that um, there was no guessing, but it was still a nice affirmation to hear exactly how they feel loved because it's much easier for me to meet their needs when I can know exactly the way that they feel loved, like we said. And Laura, you were mentioning like um, about the love languages. And we were saying like, you know, we know all the love languages. And, and if you don't, I highly recommend you look them up and read the books and take the quiz and do all of that. You know, we were talking specifically about quality time and their answers were just so sweet. So I can't wait for you guys to, to take a listen to those. And so here they are. How do you spend quality time with your dad? My dad and I talk about our day on our drive to, to and from school. We read the Bible together. We watch America's Funniest Videos together. And we build furniture together. And what do you like to do with your mom for quality time? We talk about our lives. We watch K-dramas. We draw together. We cook dinner together. And we go shopping together. What do you like to do for quality time with your dad? My dad and I read stories together. We build wooden toys that, that comes in mail. We pretend play. We play pretend sword fighting. We talk together in the car a lot, and we do our homework together. What about with mom? What do you like to do for, with mom for quality time? Snuggle, watch K drama, play Minecraft, plant seeds. Anything else you like to do with mom? I like to take photos with mom. That's it. Isaiah, what about you? If you could spend time with mommy and daddy doing anything, what would you want to do? I want to play mm -hmm. doing parachute, reading books, going in space, <laughs> and going in water, swimming. Swimming. What, um, what makes you feel loved? Kissing and hugging. Mm. But that's what I like too. You like that too? Mm-hmm. Elise, if I told you that you can spend time with mommy and daddy doing anything, what would you want to do? I would want to run out in soccer together and and build snowmans together and color. Um, For all the parents out there that are listening to this, they want to know how should they spend time with their kids? Do you have any ideas? Play. Play? Mm -hmm. Read books together. Mm-hmm. Mm. Watch t watch TV together, and I will like to play. I'll play. I also dreamed of watching a new movie. What's the most important thing when we're spending time together? What do you think is the most important thing? Loving each other. <laughs> how do we show? How do you feel loved? 
when someone does nice things for me and always, always says, I love you before I even ask them to. Oh, I love you. I love you too. <laughs> wow, Madonna, that was very sweet. <laughs> okay, like how big of a puddle am I right now <laughs> on the floor? Oh my goodness. And just listening to her sweet little voice saying, I love you. I just want to like capture that in time forever. Oh. I just feel like she has wisdom beyond her years. Like all we want is for someone to say, I love you without us asking. <laughs> yes, it's so true. She's actually told me before that she has decided she wants to marry God. And when I asked her, why do you want to marry God? And she goes, because I already know he loves me. I was like, well, I can't argue that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. But you also asked other people what um you know our our listeners what they think quality time looks like and laura can you share some of those answers with us i really loved some some of the ideas that are here so there was a lot of overlap a lot of people said they like to read together make art or do something creative um there are some outliers hiking oh you lucky people who live in places where hiking is a thing um (laughs) saturday morning ballet class together hello please sign me up (laughs) (laughs) Um, pancake breakfast dates, um, one-on-one lunches out. We talked about that, that one-on-one time, Madonna. Do you guys get to do that where you're one-on-one with Elise and Isaiah? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely looked different now. Um, you know, like at least I'm comfortable being able to take her into the store because I can trust her to wear her mask and really pay attention to being careful with what she touches and things like that. Um, but for her, she just loves to like go looking through the aisles and, and just watching and touching everything and like seeing what what's available and what's out there. Um, and for Isaiah, like we said, you know, he just enjoys sitting on our laps and being read to. So it definitely looks different for each child, um, but they each have their own idea of what is a, is a good way to spend time with mommy and daddy. Yeah, other things that people said were puzzles, snuggles, uh, baking together, lots of reading together, lots of people saying that, watching movies together, and over and over the theme of put our phones away, put our phones away. <laughs> you had you had one really hilarious response. Can you read that one? <laughs> what, uh, one of our friends responded and said, the question is, how do I spend time with my parents? I'm playing, but sometimes it's exhausting because they overwhelm me with questions about my future. (laughs) A college age friend. (laughs) That's so great. (laughs) Yeah, the other thing I wanted to say is that I noticed that when I, you know, when the kids were giving their reasons uh, or the the quality time that they like to spend, they didn't just say things that, uh, that I like to do, or I should say the opposite. They didn't just say things they like to do. They also mentioned things I like to do. So for example, uh, my daughter mentioned dinner, as I said, which is, I'm sure not the thing she would love to do after school, after a long, you know, exhausting day, but because she likes to spend quality time with me, Mm. she likes to come and help with dinner. My son mentioned playing Minecraft. You know, he got into Minecraft because I like to do it. And then it grew on him. It became something that we do together that we, you know, he has so many books of things to build on Minecraft. And I end up being the one doing the building. And he's like the CEO of (laughs) mom put this block here. 
but you know they really uh mentioned things that both that i like to do and that they like to do they they understood fundamentally that concept that it's it's a two-way street absolutely and that's i can totally relate to that because my kids are the same way when it comes to music. Like they really got introduced to music through me being very annoying and singing all the time or like playing music all the time. And now that is one of their favorite things to do. They'll just say, you know, mommy, can we just turn on some music and listen? And having that background noise that we all share in common and we're like singing along, but we're each doing our own thing. We're still connected without being directly in front of each other somehow. So I, I love that there's even those kinds of interactions between us. I think that's hilarious that you brought that up because we have taken lately to singing uh, just different snatches of Hamilton as a family. And we'll be <laughs> in like three different rooms and we'll say like in New York, you can be a new man. And like everybody in each room will be repeating it. <laughs> and that's then amazing. my husband decided he had to, you know, he, he was just like really inspired. And so he changed the lyrics and now the lyric is, in baptism, you can be a new man. <laughs> so my son will be like in the shower singing, in baptism, you can be a new man. <laughs> Hashtag Abuna jokes. Hashtag dad jokes. <laughs> so but good. it's true. How, how music cre- like can form our quality time, can inform our quality time. It's incredible. Yeah, it really is. It's really amazing. And it's so simple, you know, just play something. It's really good. Yeah. Clean some things, clean music. Yes, of course. Put <laughs> that course. disclaimer in there. <laughs> and so our verse for the week is from Ephesians 5, 15 to 16. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. What do you think about that, Madonna? Oh, redeeming the time. I mean, that's just, it's, it's been such a sensitive topic for me this week. And so I really resonate with that, with that idea of redeeming the time, because I mean, I just keep saying it, like it just, the time just steals everything away from you. If you don't like give it um, positively, if you don't, you know, really pay attention to how time is going before you know it, it's the next day before you know it, it's the next month, the next year. And you don't know what happened. You don't know when this happened. And there's many times that like, you know, my daughter will go into the bathroom and walk out. And I'm like, what like happened in those like three minutes you were in the bathroom, suddenly like you're this big girl, you're not like a little toddler. And the same with my son, who's like, you know, just talking so much now. And so I really appreciate that idea of like walking circumspectly with the, with the Lord, because um, it's, it is very much a spiritual thing as well. You know, we're, we're said, it says all the time, let tomorrow worry about itself, you know, um, pay attention to today and, you know, cast your anxieties and fears on the Lord. And you really just need to focus on what you have in front of you and make the most and squeeze the most out of every moment, whether it's with your family or, or whatever you're doing, just put your all into each moment. One of the topics that came up this week was, that my daughter wants her own phone or she wants a way to communicate with the outside world. And that's one of those big milestones, you know, that separate being a child from being a teen, um, having that, you know, access to the whole wide world and being able to talk to your friends whenever you want. And, you know, all of that is just feels like such a big decision to me right now. We, we made, again, the mistake of measuring each other. Oh, sorry, like uh, 
yeah, figuring out our heights. And mm. this past week, it's official. She's half an inch taller than me. <laughs> and so it, you can feel the time slipping away. It's very tangible. The time before she got the phone, the time before she was taller than me, the time before she was an independent young woman, you know, and I think that making, taking every advantage and making the most out of every moment that we have now is critically important. I agree totally. And I will say that for those of us that have those really demanding jobs, that have those really demanding lifestyles for whatever reason, that does not mean that the, the time is gone and therefore there's no getting it back. You can, you can look forward and make the most of whatever time you have going forward. And like we mentioned before, it does not have to be something that you cut out of your day to do something when you know you have a lot going on. Just that simple inclusion of having them sit with you or, you know, they do their work when they're sitting next to you. Um, you know, though, even those little things of just you noticing that they want their time with you is, can be enough for them. It really can be. Yeah. If you notice Michael in his recording said that he likes to do homework with his dad, you know, that's not something that you would think of as fun, but if it's done in a positive way, even those small things can count as quality time. It is quality time together for sure. I just want to encourage each of you to think about what kind of time would mean the most to your family and to your kids and would contribute to your overall family's well-being and just invest in that time. So with that being said, thank you so much for joining us today on this week's episode of Raising Up Cops. Raising Up Cops is a podcast hosted by Laura Michael and Madonna Lowendi. None of the views expressed during this recording are the official stance of the Coptic Church or its hierarchy. These are purely our personal opinions, collected experiences, and organic discussions on selected topics. If you'd like to reach out with any questions or comments, please email raisingupcops at gmail.com or post on the Coptic Dad and Mom Parenting Community on Facebook.